Hey! Uh, welcome to the Degeneration Podcast with starring Wendy. Starring Andy. Yeah, what you Daddy. got, girl? Daddy, Daddy, I want to do a Q&A with you. A Q&A with Daddy? Yeah, okay. just ask you anything that rolls off the top of my noggin. Quick and dirty Q&A with Daddy. I'll, yeah. I'm on board with that. Uh, but first, shout out to DMX wherever you are. Yeah, whatever fast. Whatever plane of consciousness he's currently occupying, it was always higher than ours. <laughs> Do you have a couple minutes to tell me a really quick DMX story? Oh, we got stood up by DMX. I don't have, like, a really cool one. I mean, like, he didn't show up to a, a performance because he was on drugs, so. Um, I mean, that's, you know, unfortunately, that's the case with some artists. Uh, their lives, either before or because or, you know, in conjunction with their art is, you know, a mess. And um, apparently, like, when he was, like, 14, he smoked weed and it was laced with something, and I think that sent him down a, how guided him down a path that was, you know, probably dark already, and, you know, he's just had a, he's lived a life, I mean, he's lived a life, and hope he pulls through, but Jesus Christ, I mean, it's not, like, horribly surprising, it's hor- it's horrible, yet not horribly surprising at the same time, you know what I mean, like, I guess you didn't know that he had drug issues. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was, I'm pretty sure it wasn't pot, I don't know what he was on, but, um, probably not that. But he also had, I believe he had bipolar disorder, I want to say, if that's correct. And, like, drugs go hand-in-hand with that sometimes. I mean, not everyone with it does it, but a lot of people that do it have it, if that makes sense. It does. I mean, with my drinking, like, it was a factor for sure. Were you trying to fill a void, Daddy? Uh, Daddy was filling voids left and right. How many voids... Did you feel? Whoa! What? I just saw lightning. You saw lightning? Whoa. Sweet, we got lightning on the cast while Daddy's talking about his voids. <laughs> oh my God, Santa Maria Montina, Rabina, Rabina. Um, I don't know. Like, I look for holes as a void. It's like the hunt, the hunt for holes. Like that's. You start to realize after a long time, and you're like, it's just something that takes up time that's not quite in my head solely. And it's not like, it's not like necessarily a true hunger anymore or anything necessarily. It's just like, it's just a drive I have that doesn't shut itself off, a faucet that keeps running. Then, no matter how many. Daddy, have you ever had the drip? Yeah, Daddy's got the drip, baby, baby. Daddy's got the drip, baby. Won't you grab your cup? Uh, your cup filleth over with my drip, drip, drip. Daddy, what color is your drip? Green. Go green. Go white. <laughs> I got that green drip. So the pre-drip is green and then the real drip is white? Yes. Yeah. What else can I ask? My Daddy? my uh my drip is like a sinus infection. <laughs> you oh, can ask Daddy whatever he wants or whatever she wants. Daddy, you're wearing a very interesting 
interesting shirt. Uh, what does that logo on your shirt stand for? It's just a YMCA. You're asking, you're asking, you're asking Daddy about his drip and his his voids and his his whole filling okay. while he All while right. he while he's wearing a, a work shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna change into my Chicago Bears to represent the Baylor Bears. Um, for this, uh, try to win that money, we get that green. I this have championship to go game. Then with Daddy. Yeah, put yeah, yeah, put it in deep. Okay, Daddy, uh, what actually makes you want to get out of bed in the morning? Creating things and having a piss. Kitty. Yeah, that's about it. I get hungry sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I'm pretty hungry in the morning, so I'm like, oh, I should eat something, or like, oh, I should piss. But usually it's like, what can I create today? What can I do to push the demons away or or take them down with me or something? Bury them. Bury us all. Daddy, if you were to write a character like DMX that was in a drug-induced coma, self-drugged-induced coma, yeah. what store would you be shopping at in your subconscious dreams? Some guns, gun store. Do you know much about guns? Oh, no, but I, I would, uh, I'd have the character want to pull out of his coma and take everyone down. If you were to pull him down to his, choose, his pain. Yes. Choose from your fictitious gun store. Would you make up a gun for me, Daddy? What would you name your gun? Mmm. Mmm. I'd just call it the Daddy. And how many caliber would the Daddy? I don't know the numbers of the caliber, but it'd be high caliber. It doesn't have to be real. This 40, is all 48. A 48 Daddy. 48 Daddy. Would you have a natural wood stock or would it be synthetic? Bump. What would you like to go after first with the daddy? I mean, you know, you just go after the critics that you uh, that you had in your lifetime. You go after the pushers, the the critics, the, the pushers. I'm talking pushers. about the brown, the brown, da 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 da, the pushers, the dealers, the dealers, the redders, the redder. <laughs> That's DMX. <laughs> Yeah, long live DMX. I mean, he's still alive for now, but um, it's not looking good apparently. Um, no, I I don't know why that came to mind. It's just you know, it's it's just dark, I guess. It's like, what would you really think of in a in a coma? What if what if it's related to like what your mind, your state of mind is before you were asleep? Like someone that gets like struck by lightning or something. <laughs> Sorry. Um, might oh. be in it. Might be like, oh, I'm having a picnic, and then they they go in a coma, and it's not too much different than a carnival or a picnic, or like, you know, they're going to Disneyland in their dream, or they're just they're traveling through memories of their life. Whereas if you're in a dark headspace that's got you dealing drugs in your like what your 40s, upper 40s, your 50s, and you're from you're from the streets, and you've rapped about the streets, you felt the pain of the streets, you live and die basically almost the streets. And no matter what level of success you had, it's, you got it in you. You got the dog in you, you know, and you got the bark, the bite. I mean, you're you're probably not going to think about, you know, uh, going out for brunch with your gal pals, like, in your coma. You're going to think about going to that store, coming back strapped. You once wrote a book of animal hybrids. Yes. Which one of those 
would you have if you could choose any as a companion that would go with you? Kind of like one of those video game companions that would go with you day to day and help you with everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of them are really super fucked up. Um, and if you'd like to, uh, where can they email me, us, if uh, they want a copy of the book? Yes, email us at degeneratenation at gmail.com. And Daddy will set you up with that. Yeah, it was called in the eighth, eighth, and on the eighth day he created the Dinocorn, and that's a collection's title. And I gotta say the Dinocorn because that came out of a place of like wistfulness and like, you know, you're that or the um, the 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 Mantelope would be the other choice. I think it would be one of the lighter ones and not the super dark fucked up ones like the polar hair, which is a rabbit. Uh, it was a, basically a vicious polar bear, but with like rabbit propensity, with like cute rabbit ears, but like vicious, horrible teeth and claws, and like wants to fuck a lot, like a rabbit, and wants to fucking mash and destroy and eat and claw and just violence, 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 and with a little bit of sexuality too. Um, but that I would go with like Dinocorn. I would go with Dinocorn because I, I, um, I actually, I wrote that. I, I drew that picture for somebody that's not in my life anymore and it wasn't like fully in my life to begin with but like was there you know and um it just seemed like a neat thing to do and then so I remember p- thinking of that idea later and then that's why that poem about the dinocorn was kind of like w- wistful and sad what were you saying I was going to ask if you would date a dental hygienist that would be willing to go down on Dinocorn's horn. Oh, uh, well, you, ha- you lost me at dental hygienist. Aww. I mean, I don't want to see it perform grotesque, sexy, sexy, grotesque acts, like, especially on someone else. That's that's weird. What if that's her weird. own teeth were just rancid? She had rancid. Would I date as someone with rancid teeth? I mean, even if my teeth were rancid, they're not awesome. They're soft, so they get cavities and stuff, but, like, um, I wouldn't date someone with no, no, because they probably meth teeth. Just for you, what if she realized your adversity to dental hygienists and she said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna fuck myself over just for you, Daddy. I know I have to do this, but this is my job. This is just my nine to five. I mean, whose nine to five is that? And then that aspires to something else. Everyone. Really? I think they all, all are dental, like all, all dental hygienists. What do they aspire to? Do you know? Do you know any that have aspired to something else besides maybe being a dentist? Or they're like, oh, I'm going to school for it. Yeah, sure you are. No, I guess I have to take that back. Yeah, they're all gold diggers. Yeah. (laughs) Literally digging for gold. Yeah, yeah, digging your mouth. You know, you they're like chewing gum and shit. And then they're like, you know, you should brush more, floss more. Yeah. Ooh, there's got a fill-in on that tooth. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Look at the fucking chart. It's on the chart. Just do the shit and shut up. Would you shart in a dental hygienist's chair? I mean, probably. Especially if they gave me the laughing gas and I started laughing at murder again because that happened to me before. Not the sharting part. And I was a child, but I heard about a murder on the, the news on the, on the radio as I'm sitting in the dental chair high on laughing gas waiting for them to come back I was like 12 years old or something I just started laughing they're like what's going on I was like murder <laughs> murder 
Yeah, it was weird. I'm glad they didn't lace that one, otherwise you'd have been down the same path as DMX. Right? Yeah, see, like, it's not that in, in um, unbelievable that I would have had the same journey as as DMX. I mean, I didn't do... I didn't do hard drugs unless you consider alcohol a dr- hard drug, which you, maybe you could. You could. Um, and nitrous oxide is a hard drug. Nitrous oxide is a hard drug, though. <laughs> but and I didn't have the same background and stuff. But you know, I had same same illness, whatever. Mm-hmm. So supposedly, allegedly, you know, I have the same illness or somewhere in the ball. We're in the same ballpark, and so when I found that out about him and about myself more importantly like i was like no wonder i like this fucking cat's music you know i, should, I shouldn't call him a cat this, this dog the the one i like this dog's music you know <laughs> speaks to me speaks to the streets in me or something i don't know it's just great it's da 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 dum ba dum da 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 yeah, I know that that beat and the, the, the visceralness. I like visceral things, and he's a visceral man in a visceral world. Yes. Yeah. What piece of garbage would you build your your home out of if you were a homeless man? What piece of garbage? Yeah, what what would you choose? What would you go find? Oh, a porta potty. You're going to build a house out of a porta potty? Yeah. It's, awesome. it's sturdier. Got a lockable door. Yeah, I mean, no, just the plastic materials, right? So you'd have like a tent or whatever. If I can't find a whole fucking tent, I mean, that's almost cheating. And cardboard gets wet, and like when when the that shit material for the fucking um, porter potty gets wet, whatever, it's just wet. It's plastic. It's fine, and that stuff's pretty strong plastic. I mean, and it wouldn't smell like a porter potty anymore. It'd be out of the ground, so all the shit's somewhere else, right? So just the leftover materials. It'd be like Life of Pi, like, floating on some shit, you know? Like, fucking Life of Pi or Castaway. I mean, didn't Castaway have part of a porter potty in its, uh, in his raft? I think he did. Yeah, the yeah, sail was a porter potty thing. It's hard to find an inflatable porter potty. Yeah, no, but I, that was a really good question. I, I'm proud of my answer, too. I stand by it. How many porta potties would you collect around the town or city? I think and you need like three to how, four. Three to four? Okay. Wow. How about one now, too? Yeah. I mean, right? Like, it's like I live in a porta potty, whatever. It does not, doesn't have a toilet in it anymore. It's like. Porta potty parts. Porta potty parts. Porta potty porta 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 porta. It's a portable home. It's a portable home. Porta home. I mean, I was like practically homeless in, in LA. Here? So, I mean, I work. Oh, I like. Yeah, I worked right. a little, and I had. I had a cheap place, but like my diet and stuff. So I live like at the at the end of the rope, basically. I mean, the difference is that I had a safety net at home, but I had to physically go there to to exercise to be caught in the net. I had to like. I couldn't just be like, wire me a bunch of money or something like that. You know, some people are a little even more, I guess I would say more, even more privileged than to, than I was in my, if you can call like having a mental illness privilege, but like, you know, my, my situation outside of that was fortunate, I'd say, that I had a landing strip. <laughs> daddy burps, daddy burps. Oh, you didn't open your mouth instinctively when I burped. I'm ashamed of you. 
There you go. Papa. Papa. Feed me, Daddy. Feed me. <laughs> Get that in your mouth. Daddy, would you shave a landing strip into me? Yes. On your back. Into my chest hair. On my back hair. On the back. Wow. Then only you would have it. Only you would have access to it. I couldn't play with it then. Yeah. No. Nope. all for yourself. Yeah, the booty hole. Would you come in for a landing on the landing strip? Uh, Delta Flight 5600, uh, destination butthole. <laughs> Fire nerds, right in the butthole. <laughs> that was pretty good. What you got? Daddy likes your questions. Good. Daddy, how many times have you uh, had a wet fart that was a little bit more than you expected? Uh, probably a lot. Um, I shot my pants at the YMCA a couple years ago while I was working the summer camp. Is that what YMCA stands for? Oh, no, it's spring break camp, yeah. It was a spring break camp, I think, and I just shat my pants. like Not like horribly, but enough where I threw my underwear out in my uh, in the trash can. At work. Well, that's nothing odd. Everyone shits their pants on spring break. Yeah, that's true. If you don't, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you don't you don't shit your pants on spring break. You're just doing it wrong. That's right. Do you ever do spring break COVID style and shit your pants and then vomit at the same time? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it was during the March Madness. I shat, I shat in the toilet, but my pants were on my ankles and I threw up between my was feet at a friend's green? place. No, I don't know. I had I got like food poisoning or some shit or something. It was weird. It was fucked up. I was like, things are let me stay here. It was awful. Like I gave I gave my two friends a ride home. They'd had they had taken the metro and they had had a couple drinks and stuff. And I was like, well, I'll take us take us all home and you can get your get your cars later from the from the train or whatever. And they're like, perfect. I drive them home. And then like the, the I drive the second friend home that lives with my friend. It's like my friend's fiance that I'm friends with her too. And um, I was like, I live like five minutes away from her. Honestly, like them five, live like five minutes away from them. And I was like, uh, I can't go anywhere. I was like, can I just stay here? Cause I had gotten sick like outside the bar, and I think it was from eating a salad or something. I don't know. That bar doesn't exist anymore, but not because of that, because of COVID. Um, Truck stop sushi. Truck stop sushi. That's right. Mmm, that's a good shit. Give them the avocado rolls. Not even the fish. Just the fucking avocado rolls. The California rolls from uh, trucked in from like that were trucked in from California like two weeks ago, and they've been sitting there like barely refrigerated. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. Hey, uh, that's sushi. That's not sushi. It's a. It's not an out. If it doesn't have fish in it, it's not sushi, and they still call it sushi when it's an avocado roll. It's like. Just call it avocado it's, roll. It's vegetarian sushi. Yeah. It's like, come on. It's just it's eat a... a it's, I don't get it. Just disaster. Yeah, exactly. Just re- eat a... Bite into an avocado. Don't eat, like, California rolls. I don't... That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I eat sushi... The only reason I get the... The... Cal, the not California, but... Any rolls, like spicy tuna rolls. Some too cheap for buy the sashimi or the nigiri or whatever. Nigiri or whatever it's called. I don't fucking... Nigiri? I don't know. You know the pieces. That's the sashimi and nigiri are the pieces. 
like individual sushi pieces. But I'm too fucking cheap or poor to get those routinely. So once a blue moon, I'll have that. But usually I just get the rolls with the tuna, the spicy tuna. And that, it's fine. It's good. It's good enough. And yeah, I get it from a food court. Next question. Okay. When you're ever walking out in the woods, do you ever go hiking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So have you ever taken the girl hiking? Yeah. Have you ever gotten it on in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Plugged it up at uh, Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Mm. So of course you have to go raw in the woods, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely. You can't leave those plastic prisons behind in nature, and I let a bear eat it, die. You know, bear, brown bear, black bear, whatever. Black bear's a smaller one. Black bear choking on some condom shit. Fuck that. That's horrible. That's all I would be able to think of uh, during my descent down the hills is, is a black bear choking to death, leaving her cubs cubs behind because of, she choked to death on my condom and my seed. Containing my seed that is better spent and spilt elsewhere. Yeah, and we, weirdly, I was like felt like I was seeing things in like grayscale when we were like, like afterwards when we were walking back. I was like, what the fuck just happened? It was that good. I think so. It's just, it's more so that it was like, it's like, what was that? And like, but I was, I had a moment, like a minute or two where I felt like, and it was also like getting towards dusk too. So that might've been an effect of the sun, but I was like, I was like seeing in grayscale. It was fucking weird. She literally drained the color out of you. Yeah, that was cool. Wow. That is one big ass load. That was a load. That was a, that was a fucking fucking load man that's a fucking tonka load just busting tonka loads in the woods uh have you ever gotten it on in the church parking lot no i don't know anyone that goes to church so like no just go to the parking lot no i neither so i neither date i've neither dated someone that was like really in a church or I guess you can't really be someone that's super in a church if you um, do that in the church parking lot. Or someone that was, like, that blasphemous about it, like, directly, that they're like, let's fuck in this church parking lot. Like, how about we don't do that? That's kind of weird. <laughs> My daddy likes weird. Daddy does like weird. And I don't mean to say that it's weird. I mean, I'm not, I'm not fetish shaming, but, like, honestly, like, that's kind of, I don't know. I, I, I'm not into that. I'm not into uh, blaspheming the actual place. Although, this was an actual thought. No, I'm not even going to go there. Kid, next question. Okay, it's so bad, okay. I can't even Sorry go there. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Okay, so we've all heard about your beautiful artwork with Matthew McConaughey and things in therapy. If you were to make a companion piece of art to go with that nowadays, showing where you're at now in your life, what would it feature? I mean, I don't know because that was a that was like an actual dream more so than where I was at because I had a pleasant dream, but I was nowhere pleasant at that time. I mean, I was literally like in an outpatient mental hospital, like befriending a guy who, who tried to kill himself the week before. You know, it's like that's where I was at. That's where my reality was. And weirdly, my dreamscape was like 
at this pleasant place that particular time. So I guess I did make a conscious choice to be like, let me showcase that and let me make my new acquaintance like feel good about himself by like, dude, we can have fun with this exercise, you know? It's like he's like, What do you mean? I was like, I don't know, what do you what do you want to fucking draw? He's like Channing Tatum. I was like, draw him as an ape. And he's like, alright. He drew Simeon Channing Tatum. It was fucking awesome. That guy was cool. I just, I didn't, I I felt about, I I wanted to remember boundaries, and so we didn't, like, hang out after that. But, I mean, I hope that that helped him out, you know, that that experience of the art therapy. Okay, if if you're listening and you don't have, you think you maybe should check out therapy, also check out, do check out therapy. There's lots of options. Um, You can call people up in your area. I'm sure people are taking patients out of your area too if you were like if you're um because we're doing they're doing online sessions so you might be surprised you just have to work a little harder at it but you probably get your results will probably be better than they would in a normal period of time um and then there's also a bunch of online options too so like talk space is one of them and better help i think give them shout outs to them um but art therapy look up look up stuff about art therapy it's fucking awesome like it's like i guess it's kind of like semi-guided like meditation and it's like you're you're given a project but you're given like the lightest guidelines and like not really strict guidelines like in like a shitty art teacher would give you like strict guidelines like in elementary school or middle school or something or high school and those art teachers fuck them they suck I had a shitty art teacher. My art therapy person was wonderful, okay? She was just like, yeah, just, you know, make some art to kind of encompass what you're, like, maybe something you're you're, you're thinking of, maybe something from your, from you'd want in your future or, like, your past or whatever. And I was like, I saw her, I was, like, getting excited. It was, like, watercolor. And she's like, oh, what's that? I was like, I had a dream about Matthew McConaughey, so uh, I'm just going to put that down there. She's like, okay, that's cool. You know, it was awesome. I, was like, I respect that that uh, music therapy as well. We didn't have that per se, I don't think, but um, I respect that profession as well. I met someone that's a music therapist. She's she's fucking wonderful too. I I've told her that like like you're you were doing. I think she's on hiatus with that um, because co- like COVID layoffs or whatever. But like she was doing like wonderful work because that's fucking cool. It's like I think it was like kids or something in music therapy. It's like I don't know, other things, animal therapy, like, all these things that are, like, really good for your soul or, like, that you can really speak through uh, are good for you. And guess what? So is talking to someone that has to be there and take it in and give you something back. Like, instead of, like, dumping it on someone, like, a friend that has their own problems that they aren't, that they need someone to talk to about that isn't you and vice versa. And it's like, you know, you need, everyone needs, like, their... They're like board of directors for their their soul, you know, like but you know, they shouldn't all be friends or family. They should someone should be like a mentor or or a therapist or something like that too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, one last question for okay. Daddy. One last question for yeah. Daddy. Yeah. Daddy answers one more question and makes everybody come in together. Woo-hoo. Okay, so speaking of animal therapy. If you were to go into animal therapy, would you rather A, ride kangaroos in the trans-Australian race, or B, drive a race car with a really angry koala? 
I don't want to drive the race car. Uh, I'm going to go with the... Why was the koala angry? I'm going to go with the kangaroos. That's pretty cool. That makes me think about the pod racing from Star Wars for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. Would you ride the back or would you go in the pouch? Ride the back. I want some semblance of control, and the pouches are gross. Oh, yeah. There's, like, uh, half-developed embryos and nipples in there. Yeah, they got nipples in their pouches? That's where the baby nurse is, yeah. I don't want to be, like, drowning in in kangaroo amniotic fluid while I'm trying to, like, look where we're going. Oh. And like, go left, go right, go left. Yeah. There's uh, no uh, amniotic fluid in there. The baby is born. In the like, vagina? Yeah, and then it crawls up the fur and crawls down into the pouch. So what kind of fluids are in there? Milk. Oh, okay. Well, you said embryonic stuff is left, like leftover embryonic tissue that they shed. Well, as they grow in pieces of the umbilical cord, and there might be some feces. Like shit that looks like, like fruity pebbles and is dried up and, and also feces and also... Just embryonic gel, if you will. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the back. I'm gonna ride that bear, okay. and I'm riding bareback, of course. Of course you are. Yes, Daddy. All right. Okay. Where can they? Um, that was you. You gave a beautiful interview. We need to do this once in a while. Okay, let's do it. What? Uh, where? Where is the socials? Where can they find us? And I'll yeah, do the Patreon too. Yeah, pose your questions. Too. Yeah, definitely. Pose your questions on our Facebook page. At Degeneration or at Degeneration Podcast. You can hit us up on Instagram at Degeneration Podcast. We're on Twitter at Degenerate Show. And then we already gave the email. So now we just have the Patreon, Daddy. Yeah, Patreon is uh, if you want to support the show, support Wendy, uh, Wendy's life, and Patrice's attempt at one, uh, and me, why don't you go to. Um, Patreon.com slash Degenerate Nation. Uh, become a patron. So start from anywhere from like a dollar or less a month or upwards of that. And we'll we'll have some promotions that will we'll, we'll surprise you with something. Just do it. We want you to do it. You want to do it. You're wasting money and doing frittering away and meaningless things. We're giving you the dirt and the art and the, the dog. In name of possible RIP DMX, I love him. I love you, audience. I love Wendy. I love me sometimes. Good night.